Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Monday Morning Recap. My name is Pastor Matt, and I am here with Pastor Jamal. Yo. Pastor Todd. I'm back! (laughs) (laughs) And missionary Tara Matthews. Hello. Yes, Pastor Todd, so glad that you're back. Been, I think, two weeks now. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, last week was, like, not my plan, but there was, like, a leak in the house that I, I didn't have to play a pay a plumber for i had somebody from church who was willing to help me but it kind of had to happen then yeah so uh you know so but i am happy to be back and i'm happy to report that nothing is leaking Mm. as of this weekend (laughs) there you go we left an open chair for you with the microphone in case you had showed (laughs) back up you were like 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 elijah at the at the when you do passover (laughs) they always leave an empty chair for the prophet Mm. Uh, yeah well it was kind of like that no 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 you be speaking truths you be speaking truths pastor todd yeah, so glad you're back. And we had a uh, Young Adults Worship Night last night, so mm-hmm. I think that went really well. You were there, Tara. It was fun. It was a great time. Yeah, and Tara did communion at the oh, end. Oh, guys. It's <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> I've never done communion before. So I thought, you know, so I started out, opened up, talked about community, the importance of communion. Then we examined our hearts, right? Then I prayed. And then I started, like, reading, you know, in First in Corinthians, like, about, like, you know, what Jesus said and all of that. And I was like, oh, and, and, um... Oh my gosh, what happened? I forgot. So I said, take the, the well, bread. No, you, and you I just like ate it. I didn't tell anyone what to do. I was just like, oh, read the verse and then <laughs> and ate it. Yeah. So you took communion by yourself is what yeah. you're saying. And you, I was, you're like, I was waiting. All the community is you all watching me take communion. Yeah. All that just, talk about guys, being together. So, oh, it was and terrible. Then she decided no, but I think I think God that was telling them to partake she, in it She too. was holding a microphone and her Bible it and then trying to open it. So you're already kind of like awkward. and you know. So we should have had a table. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. See, now that just shows if you were really spiritual, you would have prayed beforehand that, and the Holy Spirit would have floated the elements hey. for you. Gosh, and you right. could have hold, held the mic and then you wouldn't okay, have Okay, here's a the problem. He's being sarcastic and you're like, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually never happened that for any of us. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. You got to no, get started it was, somewhere. It was a safe it's zone. Okay. But do adults. you pray after, before you take both the, the bread and the juice? I'm, I'm, or do well, you pray, do, do a together prayer for both? Here's, here's the thing, Tara. You're asking, if you're asking us, I'm going to be honest. I do it differently in the way Pastor Jeff does, and it always throws off people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> people are always like, ah, ah, wait, are, are we taking? Uh, so, so, listen, just you be you. You don't have to do it the way everybody else I know does it. Like a yeah, but she doesn't have a point of reference. That's yeah, what yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I have right. like a, it just everyone does it differently, so I just. Right. Just so you know yeah. what you want to do. Where do I start? Yeah. I've, yeah. No, I feel because, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. I really only did communion maybe like once before I started here. So the first time Pastor Jeff was like, oh, well, why don't you do it? And now I was in Pastor Todd's office. I'm like, well, I felt the same way. I'm just like, I don't have a point of reference as, you're like, oh, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you, <laughs> what should I do? That was great yeah. for the Google opportunity. It. It was yeah. <laughs> so everyone does it differently, but I always do, uh, I always do the whole, I try to give them an opportunity before we take the elements yeah. to examine themselves. Cause yeah. that's what the scripture says, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the man should that's do that. Job, so like, you know, examine yourself before you partake of the animal uh, elements. Otherwise you basically, you read judgment upon yourself. Yeah. So I try to make that an opportunity for people to just kind of reflect, you know, and just kind of, um, Maybe repent if if necessary. You know you don't want to take the elements in an unworthy manner. Then I move into uh, in sections. I, so I read that passage that you're talking about. I read it in its sections accordingly. You know, so the bread first, and I'll say let's partake together. That's uh, I, yeah. Give, I think people are looking do. for that. Like I usually yeah. say that too. Like when do I, I take think, it? I think because I think people all are waiting. At me and yeah. I was like, yeah, because uh, I feel like that. Like people, it gives the, okay. the structure and the and yes. direction that yeah. people are looking for in that way. Yeah. So I do that. And then after that, then I say, you know, you know, talk about the the blood of Jesus Christ. Let's partake of the the drink together. Boom. And then I try to end in praise because I think that that's important, especially if we're talking about communion. Um, You know, just talking about how he's worthy. Like, all right, God, you're worthy. Amen. You know, praise you. Thank you so much. And, you know, and then from there, we're usually moving into worship or maybe like wrapping things up. And so then I could say, you know, well, God bless you guys. Have a good. Wait, while we're on this, can I ask a question? What do you, or it's, not, it's less of a question, but kind of like in that passage in First Corinthians, right? He says, you know, take the bread and the cup. And in doing so, you're proclaiming the Lord's death until he comes. Part of me is like, 
but doesn't everybody think that Jesus died? So isn't it, shouldn't it be his death at his resurrection? But that's not what's in there. So I don't want to like say something that if we're reading the scripture, it doesn't say, hey, you, you proclaim the, the Lord's death and resurrection until he comes. Like, so I don't know what my question is, except that, that, that why, I think of that every time. Why, why, why just the death and not the death and resurrection? Yeah. Um, well, I think the death specifically talks is the specifically the death correlates to the um the lamb right in in terms of the passover yeah. like yeah, yeah. so i think that that is yeah maybe why that language is like that it it's tying directly to yes what they understood about the passover lamb and what it meant for them jesus is now you know like so the, yeah the the jesus death is our atonement this is yeah so we're proclaiming the lord's death yeah yeah for I, us or at least that's how i understood it. Yeah. i could be completely no you're right wrong. i think you're right i think but you're i think right. that that's the correlation of the language that they use there and i but i understand what, what you're saying you're saying okay well now though we you know he isn't he isn't dead you know he is alive he has risen therefore shouldn't this be maybe an addendum or you know, like an add-on to that, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't mm -hmm. know. But I do believe that in that particular instance, in speaking about communion, we are talking specifically about the atonement that we receive. No, I think I, I think that's it. No, I think that it clicks for me now. I think I was thinking as Christians, we believe Jesus rose from the dead. That's what makes us different. So shouldn't we be proclaiming that? But no, you're right. We're proclaiming his death is the atonement for us. Everybody, if you know history you believe jesus died but he wasn't simply crucified by the romans as christians we're proclaiming the lord's death his atonement for us mm -hmm. our yeah. sin and that's mm -hmm. what we're remembering right now mm -hmm. right the specialness of his death yes. what sets his death apart yeah the fact that his body was broken not just for any reason but for our redemption for our redemption yeah. like like it's i think it's drawing more attention to the fact that um within his death there was something special and unique that is important Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> because if you look at again, if you're looking at the context, he just went through his body was broken. His blood was spilt, you know, and it's drawing attention to these unique things that are, are special about his death as opposed to just anybody who died. Right. Mm -hmm. And again, going back right. to the Passover lamb being right. of, of that same type of L or <clears throat> excuse me, of that same type of uh, level for, you know, the Jewish people, you know, Jesus is now the. Lamb of God, you know, for all of mankind. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of meaning in there. There's a lot of meaning in the right. in the Passover, and uh, it's making all those connections. Yep. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, yeah, that's all stuff. Yeah. There you go. For yeah. All right. So next, next time, time you do communion, yeah, talk I'm about re all of that to stuff this and uh, do a little like a little run through. Yeah. yeah no, there you go. <laughs> Maybe practice a little bit. So all right. Well, <laughs> just talk about that actually. You know, I wanted to ask you guys, I, I will talk a little bit about the message. I thought the message was great. And, um, uh, you know, especially the end, I love the points at the end that Pastor Jeff brought up, but talking about having confidence in a crisis. But he wanted to mix it up and kind of give a window into his devotional life. So if you didn't watch it, you know, he had a chair from his office up there and also like the table and talked about that's kind of where he does his devotions even the picture for the background it's the picture in his office that was the picture of his slide uh which he was funny he was like if you haven't seen this in my office yeah well maybe a good thing you haven't been to my office <laughs> <laughs> but anyway but like uh you know i thought that that was cool and just he wanted it to feel like hey this is how your pastor does his devotions this is how he mm -hmm. looks at the scripture and even the setting the we sang the worship songs that he listens to yeah. in his devotion time. And so he wanted that all to kind of reflect that. So I thought what may be cool is um, to take a few minutes, if we can all share, what is what are some of the elements that are in your guys' devotional life? What's maybe typical for you to do or a setting that you have? Or like, you know, like a lot of times for me, uh, like I'll read through a book of the Bible. So like, do you read that way or do you read a little different do you have sections you go to you know just how do you do it it may be kind of cool just to hear everybody you know on staff and just in ministry like mm -hmm. how are you where are you at now because i'm sure it also changes maybe if you want to comment on that how has it changed over the years too um <clears throat> i'll start um i think it depends on which season 
Mm-hmm. Like I think how I do devotions changes depending on what's going on in my life, what's <clears throat> kind of where I'm at, what's like connecting with me at the time. Because I, I feel like I do tend to shift for sometimes I use the Bible app. Mm-hmm. Sometimes um, I'll use a devotional physical book. Sometimes it'll be just reading through chapters in the Bible and writing about it in my journal. Um, sometimes I'll do it on the Bible app with somebody. You know, so I kind of feel like, although usually when I'm doing it on the Bible app with somebody, that's not my primary devotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like a supplemental thing, but um, <clears throat> uh, it kind of it changes depending upon where I'm at, what what things I'm going through. Like sometimes I'll have a a book that I like that deals with something maybe I'm struggling with or, you know, anxiety, self-image, those types of things. Um, um, I have an app that I use for prayer stuff that I put it in there that helps you go through it. Um, I've actually used a couple of different ones and I'm not sure which one I like. So I kind of switch back and forth, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, for, Oh, I like this one for now. And I don't like it anymore. Let me do this one that, um, but just to help me be organized with that. And then also, um, I have another app that I use as part of my devotion. That's actually from scripture memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because my memory is not great. Uh, and so whenever I can exercise that to try to remember stuff, it's helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess that's the basic gist of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Wait, so what, you use a, uh, What's a memory verse app? Yeah, what is, is it? Is it called Verses? You use no, the one I uh, have, it's, I think it's called, wait, hold on, because that's another one that I've used. Verses is? Yeah, Verses is the one that I use. Yeah, is that the one you pay for? It's, like, pretty cheap? No, I think or I no? have a, hold on, it's in my, I don't think I, I don't, no, Bible Bible me. Oh, yeah, Bible, Bible me. me. Yeah. Yeah. I use, uh, go ahead, go ahead. And what it does is it actually lets you pick what verses you want or it suggests verses you can take from there, whatever. And then <clears throat> the way you learn it is it, you, you practice it with doing, with just reading it through, or mm-hmm. you can pick it just to show the first letters yeah. of all the words. And then when it's time to actually test yourself, um, you type the first letter of all the words. Yeah, same. And okay. it'll come up. And then, if you don't do well and you get eighty percent, then you don't move on. It'll yeah. test you again or yeah. whatever. Uh, and then what happens? It'll test you the first the fir- when you're first learning it. It'll test you like five minutes and then ten minutes and then like an hour later and then it's the next day. Mm-hmm. And then if you keep getting it right, then it's like two days later, three days, five days. You yeah. know until the problem is when it gets like the farther farther out. Then I'm like, uh, what was this verse again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, but you yeah. can set a limit to how far out it sticks. Oh, yeah. It nice. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's good to know. Yeah, I, I like it, and I listen. Anything that I can use that helps me remember stuff. Same. Is like, I agree. Yeah, I use verses, and it has a similar kind of setup like that with the whole first letter type deal. Uh, in fact, today's my my verse for today was Romans eight twenty eight, um, yeah. and I got one word wrong, which was. A little bit of a bummer, but there's like a bar at the top of it. Um, there's a blue and a red bar, and if you get them r- enough of it wrong, because you like trying to guess or trying to remember whatever you want to say, like the bar if it hits red, then it'll be like eh, you you failed for the day. Like well, not uh. failed, but like basically failed. <laughs> uh, but you failed to you know recall it for the day. Uh, and then if you get it right, the blue bar will out you know wait the the red bar. But mm. at the end, it'll show you how close you were. Like even if you get it right, eventually. It'll show you based on the bars at the top how shaky uh, or or not shaky you were on getting, you know, coming to where you were. But, yeah, it does the first letter of every word. And so the tough thing is sometimes I'm remembering different translations. So I'm thinking of a different word. (laughs) Yeah. See, I feel like like, that happens a lot. (sighs) So then I'm like, okay, that's I got to figure I got to. So I'm trying to stick into the one ESV right now. So I'm like, let me I want to learn the ESV 
version of these. So that's where, where I'm at right now. So, mm. And I'm um, downloading that one now. So, <laughs> so I'm wait, downloading that one now. Just have a question on that. I know, sorry, I know we're talking about devotions, but literally this morning I was praying about like how I need to get better at memorizing scripture and like ways to go about it. So this is pretty cool. Oh, there you just go. Saying. Wow. So both of those um, apps. Yeah. yeah. So I have this app and it, it limits it at 50 verses and then it just doesn't let you get any more until you buy it. And that's so weird. I'm not going to use it anymore. I'm not going to say what <laughs> is. But uh, yeah, it yeah. does the same thing where it has the letter at the beginning. But then I kind of got kind of bored of it because I couldn't add anything else. So I was mm. like, well. Yeah, that's tough. And can you have s- other languages too, like Spanish? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I haven't I gotta tried that. Yeah, that. No, that might be, that's big for you for sure. Yeah. It anyway. might depend upon like, maybe you can pick like a Spanish translation. Yeah. You know, because some of them have different translations. Like exactly. You can pick yeah. Your translation, mm-hmm. so maybe. Because I don't want to, I don't want to paraphrase scripture. Like I want to use. Mm. I don't know. No, no, I get it. I get it. Well, yeah. So cool. Thanks. Too. Thanks for all that. So yeah, I do use that for my devotional time. Um, um, there's a we. My wife and I do uh, Bible, U version, uh, plans together from time to time. We'll do them about marriage. We'll do them about parenting. You know. Mm. Um, and then sometimes just like um, different categories that we feel like, you know, maybe the one of us will need or like if I'm like, oh, I'm struggling with this. She'll be like, all right, well, let's do this plan together. So um, we'll do some of those. Um, but most of the time I get up, I go downstairs to the living room, sit on the couch and just try to like read, um, read through the word of God. And depending like what you're saying on where I am in a season of life will depend on whether or not I'm reading through like stories of the Bible or if I'm reading through like for like theology sake, like I'm trying to like mm-hmm. grow my theology, like and stretch myself in regards to like, what do I really know about this passage that is maybe a commonplace in Christendom, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and try to like have a better understanding for it. Um, so I'll do one of those two things. Um, and yeah, I guess that's it's pretty basic. Nothing too crazy. I mean, I'm reading books, but it's not. And sometimes those books, cor- you know, like dive into the Bible because they're mm-hmm. using scripture to support their points. But I don't know if those books are like really like part of my devotional, like mm-hmm. kind of like yeah. track. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, I think like when I do use the books. um, yeah, I don't like to depend on just the book because you have to have scripture. But sometimes, like, when you get a devotional book, it'll have, like, one scripture. It'll have, like, two pages of story of this, that, and the other thing, but it's only, like, one scripture. And I kind of don't like those because yeah. I kind of yeah. feel like yeah, I it needs don't. to be scripture, needs to you know. Yeah. You know, and then if you have a thought to help me understand that better, that's fine. But if, like, most of it is your opinion and not the scripture, yeah. those aren't my favorite. Which yeah, some of the Bible yeah. app yeah. ones are like that. Yeah devotional so you gotta like pick through them oh, to yeah. find good ones mm-hmm. yeah yeah i feel I, I just feel the same way like if i'm reading a whole couple paragraphs on this and that and this and that and then the one verse from isaiah like oh i don't know it's like yeah i just kind of threw it in there it yeah, feels like yeah. like it wasn't even mentioned in the but it's good i've like see i don't so i like basically never do like devotions like that, like a book or something? Or I, I don't, I <gasps> Matt don't. Doesn't do devotions. Hot take. All right. So I usually don't use a book or something. I, oh. I rarely will use the plans in the app. I do occasionally, and so it is beneficial because a lot of times it is offering a different perspective. I never considered. So actually, it is valuable. I probably should do it more than I do, for that reason. Like just getting the commentary, getting the. You know, sometimes we don't trust God with this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I don't mm-hmm. always approach mm-hmm. it that way. But typically, I guess I just, I read through books of the Bible for the most part. Like, and I guess I just kind of pick what I want to read based off how I feel. Like, like right now I'm in the New Testament letters because I'm like, you know, what? it's just kind of been a little bit. And mm-hmm. I was kind of, for some reason, into Corinthians. And I was like, I was listening to a sermon on Romans. I'm like, man, it's been a while since I've read Romans, like mm-hmm. read it. So that's what I do. I remember hearing that Billy Graham in his devotional life, he would read an Old Testament scripture, a psalm, a gospel, and I think like a New Testament outside of the gospel. So that'd be kind of four different places. So sometimes I'll do two. Sometimes I'll do a New Testament and an Old Testament, but then I'll, sometimes I get lost then. Like it's, a, that's sometimes it's a lot. If, yeah, whatever. But, yeah. um, 
Sorry. And then, yeah, also I'm reading my, so this is, the, we were talking about translations the other day, like I have my NASB Bible and sometimes again, it's already wooden, but then also like, especially the Old Testament ones, it's like you get a little lost, but even if it's not, it's too, it's a lot of times familiar. So I just got an ESV Bible, but then what I do is like, so I read it in the ESV and then I just go check my other one check the NSV again. I'm like, oh, did I underline that part? It's like, <laughs> so yeah. it's like, just make it more complicated for myself. But that's typically what I do, and uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I in the mornings I like to read. I'm right now. I'm doing the Bible Project app, and so it goes through the Bible in a year. I re- definitely recommend it. I love the videos. I'm sure you guys have all seen them. Um, but right now I'm in Philippians, so a little bit ahead of that point. And it does um a portion of scripture, and then it does um a psalm. So, and it's like I've been to this. I think this is the third time going through the Psalms because you know just going through the bible it just keeps repeating but it's pretty cool um it's been really good and i try to read through a couple different um versions um translations and i'm trying today i did it i'm trying i was good at one point but it's hard to to read it in spanish too because sometimes i like feel like it's more of me like trying to practice spanish than my time with the lord but i really Mm. want to get better at that too um and really love the YouVersion Bible app. Um, I love doing devotions for myself, um, sometimes with other people. She does, because I get notifications Dude, all the time. Tara finished a Bible <laughs> devotion. I, Tara started a new one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes you know, I feel like uh, I should put it on private, because I feel like all, when I look at the, this, what is it, that social media part that they have. Or yeah, not, like your friends. Yeah, like really I feel like it's all community. my stuff, and I'm like, oh, I feel yeah, like it's just, people are over yeah. this. Yeah, but that's yeah. Like, no, it's I, okay. I feel it's like encouraging. That, no, but and, and at the end of the day, like, isn't it their settings, right? They yeah. get to choose whether or not they, they want to be notified. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So, like, yeah. if you don't want to be notified, hey. like, about me getting closer with Jesus, <laughs> yeah, then you can ever. turn it off in your settings that you don't want to hear. <laughs> yeah. ah, or you could feel that conviction and hop in the <laughs> you know you version oh, app man. and get on there, bad boy. Yeah, I, that's that, hilarious. That was, me saying that was just more about like. <laughs> Go you. you know what I mean? That wasn't I don't know about that, that wasn't a complaint. It was just Yeah, no, it's the U version app is dope in that regards. We've done some youth group ones yeah, together, which fun. has been dope. And some of the kids really have some dope things to say, oh my gosh, which is yeah. awesome. Um and then sometimes we, we picked one one time, the boys. We picked one. We picked one it was like the month the Bible in the month of January. But it was like the story of like Abraham. Like it was like it got a little funky, a couple spots, obviously, because it's Old Testament. And so, so the boys are like, what am I reading? Right? And I'm like, oh, well, let's, uh, <laughs> let's talk about that. They're like, bro, that's his daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's uh, <laughs> so I <had> to unpack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, like boy. I forgot about that yeah, lot yeah, yeah. part. You know? <laughs> so, oh, what is like, right, right, right. So we don't do that. Let's just be that. Let's be very clear. Learn from this. It wasn't good. They're like, they're like, I don't. Uncover they're like, his yo, Pastor Jamal, how? Where is the God <laughs> stuff in this, man? Like, explain the God stuff in this scenario. Well, like, yeah. but, that, but it's it's fun too. So like, I was I did a series in youth group on uh, Jacob, mm-hmm. and then I did one a year later on Joseph, which was fun for me because I just. You know, I like reading the Bible and everything and kind of going through a story, like a narrative. It was fun with like students. But that was something that I kind of came to, especially like in those stories. Um, I was like, you know what? Sometimes the Bible, it does tell you what's right and what's wrong. It tells you God did this. God punished him. God, you know, rewarded it, whatever. Other times, though, it's just like telling you what happened. And I think it's almost you need to kind of as a reader. And I like that's what I like about the Bible Project, kind of mm-hmm. orient your mind that way a little oh, bit yeah. more. You have to look at it and say, this makes me feel funny. Yeah. Well, why is it making me feel funny? It's it's more just telling you this happened. Joseph did this with his brothers. Jacob did this too. You're like, is is that what God would want? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what you got to think about now. Mm-hmm. Is that what God would want in your life to act this way, you know, or whatever? Um, it's, it's just another way to approach it, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's interesting. Yeah. I think the way we... It was myself, a couple of, I think, Matt Maneri, um, Sheldon was in there, Eddie and Jimmy, so all the leaders, really. Mm-hmm. And I think and Jimmy's really good. He, it, it, Jimmy has a little bit of an earlier day, so most of the times if we would do, like, the he's group, the first. He's, he's the first the one. First yeah, one. yeah. So I tried to beat him last time we were on it. I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? One minute before me? <laughs> yeah, his day, his day starts a little bit earlier than everybody else's, so, like, he, you know, he's usually the first person to comment, and so... He's good about kind of setting the table and saying, you know, bringing those things to light, you know, and being like, hey, you know, even though this took place in this particular story, you know, 
here's the thing that you can take away from this. Yeah. We know that this is not the way to function, but it also the bright spot about it is that God takes these broken people and he still uses them. Mm -hmm. So he was really good about like, oh, I'm always fascinated about this. And so the way he would played it was always great. Like I, it was almost like a toss up for the boys when they came in and they did have their opinions or whatever, or sometimes they would just say, Oh yeah, yeah I never thought about that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, either I come and tie a bow on it or, you know, Sheldon or whoever would come tie a bow on it. And we, you know, move on. Mm -hmm. So, but it was, but a couple of times though, definitely they were like, <laughs> what is yeah. going on here? I'm like, well, yeah, the old Testament got some things, got some things in it, but that's <laughs> so. like, we were, that we were talking about, <laughs> we did Bible only Halloween costumes. Like, well, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if we want to make that kind of rule because it can get <laughs> pretty scary. Bible costumes stuff. can, like, there's a lot of stuff in there in the Bible that's, like, not good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe we want to be a, dif a different type of rule <laughs> for oh, our costume limitations. Yeah, but Cool, yeah. I, I thought that's just cool to hear where everybody's at. And, again, for people listening, they find it encouraging. What are the different, um, you know, things that we all do? And, right, your seasons of life change and where you're at. I uh, really like, oh, what were you going to say, Pastor John? No, I was just going to say, too, within that, when we're talking about it, like, it's not always about how much you read, too. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, some people are, like, like they're, like, I got to read, like, three chapters, right? I'm trying to read mm -hmm. through the whole Bible in a year. And my, my challenge is when I try to read a whole lot at once, like, I don't remember what I read. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Agree. Like, it doesn't give my brain a chance to absorb it. So, um, so devotions look different for different people you know yeah. I mean, it's not there's not like a this is the right way to do it and this is the wrong way to do it if it's helping you grow and it's helping you grow in god <laughs> um then go for it you know yeah. yeah and um i definitely agree with that because like even myself i know I'll, I'll be reading through books but sometimes if i'm in a mental space or something and i just i wanted to say this earlier you know, I'm looking for some of those key scriptures mm -hmm. right now. Uh, it's funny in my mind, like that didn't count as a devotion because I'm like, well, I didn't, I didn't keep reading through Corinthians today. I was like flipping through these verses, and I'm like, wait, no, hold on, like, uh, that's yeah. all right. Like today, that, that's what I was looking for, and that counts, <laughs> right? Like I'm like, oh, it doesn't count, like, <laughs> you know. And I'm praying about this verse, God, all right, help me to like, you know, live this out or believe this today, mm -hmm. and like, that, why, why don't I think that counts? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There, there's a thing in kids ministry too where it's kind of like the saying is you teach kids, not curriculum. Like, because sometimes we get so stuck on the idea of this is a curriculum and I have to present this curriculum. And if I don't present the whole curriculum today, then I failed. And if the kids come up with other questions, mm -hmm. well, I can't answer those questions right now because I have to accomplish this thing. And I think sometimes we can do that with devotions. But the goal of like kids ministry is you minister to that kid. Yeah. So mm -hmm. if that kid has questions, it's okay to stop and talk about those questions if yeah. that helps them grow and, that, and, you know, and you have a good discussion about it. Not that you let every kid sidetrack you. Yes. But on the other hand, if these are like some genuine concerns of the kids and you're like, no, 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 we can't talk about that. We have to focus over here. And it's the same thing with devotions. I feel like if you're so focused on like trying to have rules of how you do it, yeah. you know, yeah. like if I didn't accomplish it this way today, I failed. Well, you're doing devotions for the sake of devotions and, like, like, like you don't want to get stuck. It, yeah, yeah, right. You don't yeah. want to get yeah. stuck in that. You wanna, you wanna. If you read scriptures and it's outside of what you had already defined, you were gonna do today, but you read scriptures and it helped you grow. I mean, the point is to grow closer to God, not just to accomplish, right, yeah. a plan. You know. Yeah, right. and definitely, I think like what you were saying with us all being in different seasons. I think that it's super important if if we have the chance to spend more time with the Lord or like be able to cultivate that, um, it's really, really great. I mean, I know I would always have like kind of like a time constraint, but now I feel like it's a little bit different because of where I'm at. And so mm -hmm. it's been really cool to not have to always have like such a time constraint. And I know that's probably different, you know, <laughs> families and all that stuff like, but yeah. So just yeah. being able to take advantage of the time that you have. Yeah. Taking advantage. And when you do have those time constraints, that's what I was going to say too, yeah. is like, Sometimes journaling is great. Yeah. And uh, there was a period where I journaled almost every time from reading. Mm -hmm. But now I feel like that's kind of a lot like for me to do every time. So yeah. now I'm kind of more in the habit of like when I feel, you know, because I'm not every time that I read, I feel like something was revealed to me or God spoke to me. But it happens, you know, and I don't mean 
yeah, I think that should be happening on a somewhat consistent basis. So now I'm trying to do when I have those moments, let me write that down because otherwise I will forget in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to, so I don't journal every time, but I'm trying to write it down somewhere that be a lot. this, this, like, you know, this really spoke, this hit me like two weeks ago and like, I need to write that down, you know? Sometimes my calendar too, if there's something that strikes me, but I don't want to write like three pages mm-hmm. in my journal or whatever, um, just on my calendar, I'll maybe write because I have a, I have a little box on my calendar that says like important thought for the day or whatever, and I half the time they're not filled because I don't have important thoughts. But um, <laughs> but there's every once in a while like something will strike me and I'll write it down in there so that as I'm looking at my calendar and checking off my to do list, I'm seeing it again. So and yeah. it's just a sentence or two, yeah. you know. What I mean, just to remind me of that to try to keep it fresh in my head for the day. Mm-hmm. So again, it doesn't have to be a preset. Well, I have to journal this and I have to record it in this format or whatever. Yes, it's like yeah. whatever mm-hmm. is helping is. Yeah, you know, I'll never forget the time um back in the day Fabian used to do this thing where he was um uh kind of like mentoring um youth pastors in the network and he would bring us in and then invite someone to speak into our lives and so one time he brought in Frank Reitzel uh and one of the mm-hmm. things he was talking about was your devotional life. And I remember one of the guys in our group was just like asking, hey, how do you keep, you know, like, you know, how do you do, how do you keep your devotional life from becoming stale, you know, like and becoming mundane and, and like, and like, like Frank starts like weeping. He's got like tears in his eyes and he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, I don't know how to answer that question because I can't relate to you. My That's times with Jesus are fresh every morning. <laughs> man, Bro, for him. he was like. <laughs> I was so shook because my man was like, it was real tears in his eyes. I'm like, is this dude crying? Like, yeah, I was like, he's well, about I, to drop I, something I, heavy like, on like, us. Like, yeah. I, well, I'm cry- like, but he's crying because he can't relate. I'm crying because I can't, I can't relate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm crying because <laughs> yeah. I can't relate to him. I'm like, yeah. yo, like every morning, that's yeah. crazy. So like, that that shook me, man. And I was like, dang. But like, it has challenged me to find the fresh, yeah. right? Not necessarily like, like it has to be grandiose but um to find the fresh in the devotional yeah um you know all right what's what's the fresh here like i've read this passage of scripture a few different times so what what's the fresh what's the outlook what's what 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 might somebody say about this that's not a believer and like how would you respond to that like so that's been my challenge i think ever since he kind of dropped that bomb that he doesn't relate to the average human being so um i like that though how you said it find the fresh because yeah, that's it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think of myself lately, like I feel like, oh, I'm pretty consistent. But like even just a couple of weeks ago, I was like, you know, some, I feel like this is missing in my devotional life right now. And then I was kind of like, all right, so there you go. So why don't you work on that? Like, oh, yeah, that's all I got to do. Mm-hmm. Like, so like you said, find the fresh. Like if you're feeling a little stale, okay, what are you missing? Or what should you be getting that you feel like you're not? Or yeah. is God not speaking to you in certain areas? All right, well, well okay, there you go. No, that's your new mission like when you come yeah. find the fresh or whatever you know mm. or even like you said you read something over and over again you get kind of used to it so you kind of gloss through it as you're reading it yeah but like wait a minute let me read this again and f- find something that maybe i didn't notice before or, or something right. that you know yeah i think also changing our posture as well like what we'll we're talk doing. about it emotions uh, <laughs> or doing prayer is really important because for a while i would just sit in my bed like laying down reading my devotions and obviously it's not always the <laughs> what best happens, Sarah? what happens <laughs> you get tired you, you can doze off oh, you know? what you fall asleep on the lord i'm not saying <laughs> i do i'm just saying it can She's happen resting in the lord <laughs> resting you, oh, the you've lord. never fallen asleep on the lord um <laughs> definitely at okay guys at night when i'm praying i almost never finish my prayer i fall asleep this is before she was a missionary so (laughs) So what you're telling me is if i ever have a prayer request i'm never asking you to pray for me because you never can you pray for me in the morning the request is never making it to the throne room because uh you're falling asleep i'm just like kind of like getting ready to go to sleep and i'm like wow god this has been a good day you know Talking to the Lord. Thank and you, Lord. But it's true. But it's true. Resting in the Lord. If you know? I was reading, if I was reading a book, would I read this book this way? If my friend was over saying, "Hey, can I talk to yeah, you for a few minutes?" Exactly. Would I? Would I take? Sure. Let me just put my pajamas on, lay in bed. Let me take my pajamas. Put my neck up against the wall. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> like, so like, wait, well, I'm not gonna do that. Well, why Dude. would I? Do that? 
But it's what we do sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah. Like absolutely what we do. No, well, but that, that I'm just messing with you. I, I, like I'll be honest with you. There's been times. I, same thing. I agree with you. You got to change your posture. And there's been times I'm like, all right, let me kneel on the side yeah. of my bed and pray. Same thing, same result. I'm going straight no, to sleep. Like, right. bam. My head, no, my head is so against the mattress. And it's like, down like I wake up before. and there's a drool on the bed. Jesus, and I thank you for the red mark. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> Gone. T minus three seconds. Do you find yourself, like, when you're in prayer, like, in yoga positions? I don't really, because I'm trying to, Wait, like, yoga positions? not, uh-uh, like, nope, 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 uh-uh, <laughs> not on nope. purpose, not on purpose, but I'm just trying not to, like, fall asleep. Or, like, trying to move and, yeah. Yeah, Or my foot's falling asleep because I've been yelling too long or whatever. Yeah. Now, well, oh I like what, for the young adults uh, study we did, adulting, the pastor, Jonathan mm-hmm. Pagluda, the first week, he said you need to have a time, a text, and a place. Mm-hmm. So I liked that. It was a nice, succinct way of saying it. Time, text, and place. So he's like, me, it's the morning at my kitchen table, and like I know what I'm reading that day. You know, He's not flipping to a random passage sort of thing. Uh, yeah, if you have a devotional book or he's reading through a book of the Bible or something, but I like that as just, I felt like that was yeah. with what you were just saying, Tara. It's like finding that time text in place yeah when mm-hmm. we're when we're less intentional sometimes that's what can it could be what happens you just kind of fall asleep while you're praying and you didn't mean to you know but it's so i thought that was some good advice that he gave yeah you know. and with the time too i have a friend who my friend rachel she is adamant that like we you know you don't necessarily have to do your devotions in the morning some people it's better at night or you know midday or in the afternoon and so for people listening you know you don't necessarily have to do it in the morning i'm about the morning but jesus is but, too apparently i just want to represent my friend because she's like hey like the night the night is better for me like she's more awake she's more able to yeah. you know spend time with the lord so it doesn't necessarily I, have can to i be honest time. with you and Tell i'm just me. gonna say this bluntly as um as someone, as a former, as a former nocturnal devotional person, yeah. Sometimes it's about discipline, and so yeah. change. You agree. know, the idea that oh, it just speaks to me better in 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 the evening. Okay, well, maybe it's about disciplining yourself to be up in the morning <laughs> mm-hmm. to get it done. And I think that 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 was that's, my I mean, issue. I'm just being on because I'd be like, oh, I do mine at night. All right, great. Like. Man, somebody challenged me one time. They're like, they're like, why would why would you give the Lord the scraps of your day? And I was like, dang, that's that's kind of facts. Like, Ooh. I don't want to give him the scraps. I want to give him the first first fruits. Yeah. So all right, let me get cracking at it in the beginning. And this is a thing too. Like, I, I, this where I struggle as a youth pa- as a youth pastor. I just want my kids to do devotion. Like, yeah, like I'm yeah. like at this point yeah, where I'm like, right. I just want them to do it. Like, all right, they're gonna do it in the evening. All right, great. They're gonna do it in the <laughs> afternoon. All right, great. They're gonna do it in the morning. All right, great. Yeah. But I do believe as you mature in the Lord, there should be a discipline to it mm-hmm. that you are making it a priority. Mm-hmm. That's my personal belief. So yeah. at this particular stage of life for the teenagers, I'm like, all right, great. But I would like to think that as they progress into adulthood, mm-hmm. that they would recognize the minute I get up, I'm already moving on to all these different things. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, my devotion. But if I start my day saying, hey, my devotion, yeah. Yeah. then doing the rest of those things, I think it makes for a better outcome. But yeah. No, I agree. It, yeah, I agree. and it all depends because some people would say, well, if it's the first thing in the morning, like I'm, I'm groggy, I'm, I'm not paying attention, mm-hmm. you know, I, I need coffee first, but I'm in a rush. So, you know, I, I agree with you. And I feel like the morning is a lot of times great because it orients your mind and your heart and stuff. But I will say just like we you know with Rebecca, she does them every night, but she is consistent every night. Mm-hmm. She's there. She's got her notebook. She's got her Bible. She has these pencils and she... <laughs> She like she takes like probably 25, 30 minutes and like just does it and she mm-hmm. does it every night. And so I guess for her that that is a good window. So like we're yeah, for me, I'm going to fall asleep. Like that's mm-hmm. even if I sat up or I was on the table, I'm just not going to really pay attention. Mm-hmm. Like but I guess for her, you know, she she it's a discipline at that point, mm-hmm. you know, for her. So like you were saying, the discipline of it. Yeah. You know? I was talking about devotion one time with kids and they're like, well can I, can I, and I'm trying to pick your time. And he's like, well, 
can I do it like on commercial breaks? <laughs> and I'll That's big brain yes. right there. That no. kid is big brain right, you right know there. What? Sometimes kids big just brain. speak what adults feel. Big brain. Right, right, yes. right. It's true. Right. Big I'll, brain. I'll wait until the game is on commercial break and then pray. You know? That's big but brain. But what was funny about that is there was another adult in there with me, and they're like, that's all you're going to give Jesus is like a commercial? <laughs> Sometimes they're long, guys. <laughs> like, I don't want to watch kidding. these commercials anyway, so I guess so I might as well. Oh. <laughs> Commercials are the worst. Sorry, especially on YouTube, not to change the topic. Why are there commercials between workout videos? Or not between, during them. Yeah, during during, them. during, during them. Yeah, That's five, what's annoying. During five commercial breaks during and then yeah, during because what? I you didn't get, pay for YouTube. I, I'm not no. paying YouTube for it. Red. No, but no, uh, listen. The I reason listen, why you have ad, listen, I, we're way off topic now, but sorry, I'm that was those me. people that was those fault. people are geniuses. They're geniuses. Because they're making me mad. Well, they're making money. They're getting a check. Yeah, for well, those I'm not going to give them any. But if you were, money. if you were a part, if you were a YouTuber full time, and then, and people were like, no, "We'll if give you." You were a influencer. If you were an influencer, <laughs> and people were giving you checks to advertise their whatever, you, you would squeeze influencer. it in wherever and get those checks. <sighs> Dude, but it's the worst. You're doing a plank. You have to hold it for like. 40 more seconds? So you hold it for 40 more seconds. I'm benefiting you by giving you 40 extra seconds. But that's seconds. only Stop. if you have good can. enough balance that you can reach up and hit the that's skip the commercial. I have to find it and, and find then, where the remote great. is. Great. Now, now your plank just turned into some strength conditioning. I just yeah. gave you two workouts and in I that can, one workout right I can pray right during there. that commercial. Right. Be like, dear Jesus, help me not fall on my exactly, face until this exactly. commercial's over because I got to move on. And they're, and they're making money. So why don't you create your own workout videos then? I am never going to do that. Sorry, people. <laughs> I'm just saying. Never. The Tara method. That so then, so then, so then you're too missing bad you're out. You're not an influencer. You're uh, missing out. Some you're people would out. say that I am. They're like, Tara, you're kind of an influencer. Definitely not. Definitely not an influencer. But <laughs> but you are. It's all I'm good, Definitely though. not. We could talk about it if you want to. Let's not talk about it. We could. I'm just saying. Never, nev never going to be a workout influencer. No, but you're that an influencer, terrible. though. They yeah, talk what, yeah, and they tell, talk about their life and I can barely breathe. All right, cool. <laughs> but you are an influencer, though. Hey, we all are. We all No, nah, but you others. specifically though. No, but you yeah, if you uh, here's what I think. People want to be influencers, but you can only be one when you're allowing yourself to be influenced, right? Yeah, true. So yeah, like, you got to be influenced by That's others. why that's why you get aggravated when you see people doing vlogs or this or that and you're like, "But why you? Like why do you think you can Oh, you know why? It's because you don't you don't listen to anyone else or you don't try to grow. Oh, you just want to be the person the of wisdom." Under. So like some, you, you all got to grow to be you, like you, but you don't listen to anybody yeah, yeah. else. Like uh, the only re the only reason somebody should listen to you is because you're also listening to other people. Which is why you should do Which your you devotions do, when you're witnessing to people. Because why oh. should people listen to you unless you're currently growing with God? Mm. True. And we're it's back on track. It's literally that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me circle back around. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I think that was my my bad. That's a, that's we're, okay. We all. Boom. The Lord is great. <laughs> well, talk about listening. <laughs> Let's talk about what we listened to yesterday. Instead of just talking about our own lives, let's talk about the sermon. And actually, really, I think, especially with how much we've talked about this, I think this was great. So I guess really I just have two questions, and we'll just focus on from the sermon that I wanted to hit. You know, Pastor Jeff read from Acts 27 uh about confidence in a crisis, the storm that Paul was in, and they were blown off course. And I'm also visual, so seeing the maps and two weeks they were off course, I mean, I, that really helps me. Like, wow, this is, you know, intense and the story and everything. I actually preached on this passage last December, hmm. and uh, someone came up to me after church and was like, Pastor Matt, did you preach on this last year? I was like, I did. I'm like, I was like, so wow. cool that they remember. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, like I did. I didn't say Somebody anything. Listened. I like, yeah, I did. I did preach on this. So anyway, but um, so here's the one I thought maybe just interesting. He talked about, Pastor Jeff talked about three reasons they made a bad decision, three wrong moves you can make in a crisis, and then four ways to stay confident in the storm. So my first question I wanted to ask you guys is three reasons they made a bad decision. You know, it was bad advice from the experts. They followed the majority and they had the wrong perception. So off of that, and I'm thinking more like the, the bad advice from the experts, but also even the wrong perception, you know, he talked about how sometimes our heart is in the right place. We want to say something to bless somebody or we really feel like this can help them. But it, sometimes that's our heart and it's not God and we can confuse those things. Or even, again, that wrong perception thing of, man, yeah, it was just too good to be true. Or like in the case of the story, the wind blew the right direction. They're like, come on, this is a sign. We can do it. Mm -hmm. And it turned out it was wrong. So 
I don't know if you have an example you can think of. It doesn't have to be a personal example. Maybe just some advice sometimes that we may think is godly. I don't know if you can think of something like that, that sometimes maybe that's actually not good advice. I think of a series we did as a searchlight called God Never Said That. And that's a good example maybe, or that I'm thinking of. It's like, oh yeah, well, we, so we say this to somebody as maybe a platitude or again as advice or we even take it so seriously and it's like, ah, that's maybe... It sounds good, but that's actually maybe not what we should be doing. So I don't know if you have an example. I have an example. Yeah, the first thing that comes to my mind is just today's culture where everyone says, oh, man, just follow your heart. And then Jeremiah also tells us that the heart is the most deceitful thing. Mm. You know, So I find that to be uh, one of those things where people just say, oh, I just believe in my heart that this is what God wants me to do. And so sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll say, okay, well, what does the scripture say? Do the scriptures echo those sentiments? It's if, if they don't, then something's off. And I would... And I usually try to lead with, you know, I don't I don't trust my heart like I don't trust your heart. Like, you know, what I'm saying like sin lurks there. You know, what I mean, as as holy as you may say that you are, you know, you know, we're not complete until we see Jesus. So just the slightest little bit of because even like sometimes our good deeds, we try to make them out, out to be something that they're not right you're like oh i want to do this for like this group of people but it's like really to make you feel good as opposed to really being a help yeah. like that's always mm-hmm. interesting because like i always find it i don't know maybe i don't know how to word this but like i always find it funny irony i guess ironic mm-hmm. when people want to do something good for people um and they like post it on social media like like i always i'm like for like you don't have to like you really don't have to you can just honestly just be like all right we did it great awesome yeah don't let but you i feel like it? sometimes you don't, like, like, right for credit. Yeah. You don't have to do that like you don't have to I'll do say that this like, too. and it's like like i, I feel like too fall. like and i think maybe because i'm just being real 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 like i think because sometimes like growing up my family was in that position mm. and i would find it embarrassing to be highlighted in that way yeah like oh, I already geez. feel bad that we're a charity case or that we're mm. somebody somebody had to like we that we're receiving some sort of handout. But now to be put on display so a picture of someone, someone take, wants to take, they want to take a picture <laughs> of it. They want, you know, like and I just was never I hated that. So I think when I got older, I was like, I'm never going to make anybody ever feel like that ever again. Like, if I'm going to do something good for you, I want to do something good for you. We don't have to talk about it. You don't even have to thank me. I'm not trying to look for a thank you because I really just want to bless you. Yeah. Like, I like that's really what it is. God mm-hmm. has blessed me. I want to bless you. And I don't want to make you feel less than because of it. And, like, I don't know. So that, uh, I don't know. Oof, to, going on missions that. trips. Like, let's not even talk about that. I think don't take a picture with a kid that you don't know his name and put it on social media. Just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. That's well. my TED Talk. <laughs> See, so Fire actually, I was going to say, talk. this is the tension that I feel <laughs> with, say, like our church, because I think it's a little bit different as the church, like body as an individual, but it is the same tension of like, say, the service project for the small groups. Like, um, you know, I think we want to celebrate those things. Why do we want to celebrate those things? Let me explain it. Because what you celebrate gets repeated. So if we want mm-hmm. to, if we want to create a place where we are reaching out and blessing people outside of our church, we want to celebrate those things. Also, it's an example. It's a role model for our church when we post it on social media or we share it on a Sunday morning. That reinforces for people, oh, this is what that looks like yeah. for me to do that. However, then there's it's just that tension of. Well, you did it for the picture or whatever. Like, so I, and I think of that every time, like we dropped off the stuff for the Kelsey project. Wait, is that the Kelsey project? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. When I was at Central state and it was like, well, let me get like a picture. Cause otherwise, you know, you, you want to see something, but I also feel awkward. Like I'm taking a picture. Like it's Mm -hmm. again, I'm trying to get credit here and I'm like, no, it's not about that. But like, so it's just like a, I don't know. I'm just agreeing with you about the motivation and everything. I but I'm, I'm trying to think of the practical of like, hey, when we can put this in front of our church, it helps to reinforce that, you know, but like for them to see the final product. Like, I understand that. Yeah, but it's I tough if. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a lot. Yeah, I think so. it's different if you're putting it in front of the church and then you're putting it on social media. Mm-hmm. To me, those are two different like lanes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't feel like you need to have us put it on social media. All right. If we're on a if it's a Sunday and people are showed up at church, hey, we just want to show the church. Hey, guys, this is what we did. Great. Yeah. 
that's my personal opinion yeah. again okay. Okay. i'm also the kid that's the product of those right. things so yeah. like that's why i'm like i hated it yeah like i used to yeah. like just grind my gear so like yeah. But I understand, though, at the end of the day, again, we're talking right like Pastor Joe is like the wrong perception. Like even the kid I'm using myself, you know, 13 year old Jamal can have the wrong perception about it. And that's what has kind of stuck with me and fashioned me. And in the reality, other people's heart about it is different. Like we, we just want to celebrate like that we did this and we want to let people know. And it's not in a way to demean the person. Right. Right. right like Right. Yeah. And so but but you know whatever like it's attention it is attention i'm just saying what my personal yeah. whatever is yeah. Yeah, yeah so um so yeah like the, again going back to what he was what he's talking about like you can have the wrong perception about it and it completely sends you in the wrong direction you know like mm-hmm. in your thought pattern in yeah. your um your follow through actions all of it and so you know that's why it's important um you know like that when you make a decision, you have the right perception about it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also another kind of quote or things that we say to other people or people can say to us are um, that God helps those who help themselves. And I think that is not true at all. Governor Murphy's said that multiple times throughout uh, this pandemic. Oh, yeah. These press conferences. Well, <laughs> basically what He's I'm like, you saying. all know, right? God helps those who help themselves. Remember, God helps those who helps themselves. Help themselves. I'm like, all right, Gov. But then on Gov the, on the other hand, sometimes people be like, "Well, you just gotta pray about that." Yeah. You just gotta yeah. pray about that, and that's not always They're, helpful yeah. either. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's some truth it's about true. that. You gotta pray about it. But Spectrum. on the other hand, like, we're, like that can become a very passive thing. Like, well, yes. I'm just gonna pray about it. Well, God like kind of wants to say to you while you're praying like get off your butt and do something yeah, yeah. you know or or okay you're struggling with this and you're just like oh, i just want to pray about pray about but god's saying like go get help or yeah. go go ask yes. somebody to help you or go right. do this you know like sometimes that's kind of like our christian way of of like dismissing it yeah, yeah dismissing it being passive i i think i should said this before but i heard one time you know there are some things that we don't need to pray about and mm-hmm. I remember, like, it's like a weird thing to say if you're a Christian. You're like, well, no. But then you're like, yeah, actually, you know, like uh, sexual integrity. We don't need to pray about that. It's in the Bible. It's clear. Like, you know, you know, if you're wrestling and you need to submit it to God, but I mean, not as far as like, is it right or is it wrong? Uh, you don't need to pray. Like, uh, it's it's in there. Mm-hmm. And like, so sometimes we do that. And other times, yeah, God puts something in front of you. Well, or, hey, can you do this? You, you challenge somebody in church. Hey, can you rise to the occasion? Well, I need to pray about it. You know what? <laughs> My opinion is you don't need to pray about it. You don't. I'm giving this to you. you you're choosing to not accept it. And and so by praying about it, that's your way. That's and sometimes we have to submit it to God. No. Sorry, I don't want to be too much the other side. But, I, I, but there's I a was, balance. I was just, uh, sorry, yeah. emphasizing that quote, though, because it is coming at the other angle. And, yeah, it's true. Sometimes you don't have to pray. And and it's sometimes too, like when you hear somebody's talking about, you know, I, I just have a lot of anxiety anxiety. Well you have to pray about that. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. But yeah, and that way it's not helpful either. Sorry, you know and what that's I mean? what I was trying no. to say. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I don't want to go too far. Well, there, yeah, because there's yeah. different there's different aspects. There's a different like, can you do this for me? Yeah, let me pray about it. That's like a yeah. cop out or whatever yeah, sometimes. Yeah. It, it can be sincere, but but then there's also the aspect of like, hey, I want to share with you. I'm having a hard time and I need some feedback or I need and they're just like, Well, just pray about it. You yeah. know, like yeah. um when I was gonna go to Bible school and I was a teenager, we had um it was a guy in our church who I don't know. Anyway, he was a guy in our church, and it was like one of my last Sundays there, and he said to me, well, why are you going to Bible school? If God wants you to be a pastor, you know, Scripture tells us the Holy Spirit will teach you what you need to know. And I was just kind of like, and he was really trying to talk me out of going. Wow. I was kind of like, that's really not how it works. (laughs) Like, I can't be a licensed pastor if I don't go to school <laughs> and yeah. learn how to be a pastor, he's just trying yeah. to save you money, bro. Yeah, he, he was, <laughs> he was, you know. But, <laughs> but like, like that was that was not godly advice, right there. Like to yes. just, just well, don't don't bother to train yourself. You'll but just figure had it out in the moment. Verse, the, right, right, right. And sometimes we like take scripture verses out of context and make oh, them say what yep. we want to say and sometimes. throw them at you, and it actually ends up being the weight around your neck. Instead of it being something that really is a godly advice. Oh my gosh, that's so good. And we talked about that last night at the worship night. Yeah. 
and a Wednesday night, First John 5, and he talks about how God's commands, that's how we know we love God, we love his children, and we obey his commands, and his commands are not burdensome. And I had asked that. I was like, man, doesn't it sometimes feel like God's commands are burdensome? Like you said, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's, it's hanging around your neck now. And somebody in the Wednesday night made the comment that maybe it's because we're trying to do it in our own strength. Or I would add, maybe we're trying to do it by ourselves, And that is when God's commands can become that neck or we're taking it out of context like you were saying maybe but um or it shouldn't be that way right or it becomes something like a rule we have to live by Mm -hmm. and not necessarily not necessarily a a response to god like yes i have to be perfect you know i i I can't do these things or um uh, i don't know how to explain it well no i like how you said it a response to god right yeah right yeah and so we're trying to live up to some kind of like internal rule in our brain mm-hmm. that God's like, I have grace for this, you know, like, yeah. 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 So. yeah. Okay. Well, actually, I guess all right, I'll just ask this anyway. I did want to ask you guys. Um, yeah. So what could be some godly advice? This was my example, a godly advice that maybe is not necessarily godly or not good or, or whatever. Um, then I was like, well, maybe this doesn't fit. I don't know. What would you guys think? We don't have to go crazy on talking about fasting, but I was fasting for something once and somebody was like, oh, yeah, when it comes to fasting, you know, you got to be really specific. You got to give God dates. You got to tell him exactly what you want. They tell me this and I was like, okay, you know what? You're right because I've been fasting and, you know, these things have not changed in my life. So, all right, I'm going to try that now. And, you know, I didn't see a difference. So, (laughs) But, like, it made sense and there was somebody that I trust and everything. So, it was like they love the Lord and they love me. So I was like, sounded like really godly advice. And I, I wasn't doing that. You know, you're right. I, I, how can I come to God? I'm not, I'm not being specific enough. I'm not, I'm not telling him what I need. And like, you know, it sounds right, but I kind of felt like that was my example. I don't know if you guys agree with that or not, but I felt like, yeah, you know what? It sounds good, but maybe that's not always the case. You know, fasting is not a spiritual crowbar. Hmm where it forces God's hand mm-hmm. and like sometimes we're like, well, I really want that. So I'm going to fast. So I can <laughs> kind of like yeah. manipulate God into doing what I want. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing yeah. I say about that. But I I think it can be helpful to be specific at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then at other times, like doesn't God have a good plan for us? So if we're praying God, I want the best to come about. Do I have to tell him what is best for me or does he already know? That's what, yeah, mm-hmm. dude, that's what I, and actually somebody asked me that yesterday. They were like, you know, I'm really praying for somebody right now and I'm praying that God's will would be done. But he's like, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, how do you pray that when you're not sure what it is? So I was like, that's a great question, man. Yeah, so That's, that's why you say, pray, God, your will be done. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of like, or even sometimes I've said, you know, I know what I would like to see happen, but God, I know your way is better. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like, so. And I mean, you that's do what, what you Jesus himself do? prayed. So I, I said, I think that's a reality. I think it's a, if you're a Christian and you're praying, that's just a tension. It's a reality because even Jesus himself prayed it. And yeah, I, I feel like that is my, even when it comes to fasting, that was a great thing that you said, not a spiritual crowbar. I think when you're praying and, and or fasting, you know, it's helping you to discover God's will. Maybe you could say the more that you are submitting these things to God, the more you're going to know when stuff comes your way or, or the next step reveals itself. You're going to know if it was God or not. So sometimes, yeah, we, we may want to fast or pray to kind of make God do something, but sometimes it's more about orienting our hearts and our ears to listen to him so that when X, Y, and Z happens, I'm not, I, that's, that's not a question for me because I've been submitting it to him, you know. Sometimes I wonder, and I'm, I'm just throwing this out there, I don't know if this is accurate, but if is there different kinds of fasting where like there was, it seems like there was fasting when people were brokenhearted. There was fasting when they were like, um, celebrating different, uh, f- not feasts, but different holidays or whatever. So I just wonder if sometimes we just lump it all together and say, I'm going to fast because I want this thing from God. But sometimes, I, like maybe in our fasting, we need to be consider, like, do I need to fast so I'm closer to God? Do I need to fast so I can hear his word? Or do I need to fast just because I need to admit my dependency on him and not food and yes. and not physical okay. things? Like, yeah. I, I I don't know. I think that might be maybe an interesting Bible study to go through, like what were all the different situations that people fasted in and, yeah. you know, how did God view those things? You know? Yeah, because it's a spiritual discipline that 
you know, I don't think we really talk about too, too much. I think we know about it and do it sometimes, but I'm going to fast from soda. <laughs> you know, sometimes yeah. you do it like that yeah. too. It's like, yeah. I'm not sure that's what scripture quite meant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've always looked at fasting as um, a spiritual discipline in regards to training the physical to withstand its cravings. Uh, like in regards to, there is a process through which fasting, I believe I help my body to overcome earthly cravings so that so that in the same way that I can overcome fleshly cravings. I, I don't know how else to word that except like I have a natural craving for food and I may, my flesh has a natural craving to worship things that are not God. Yeah. And so when I take time to fast, I feel as though like what is happening is I'm putting myself through the, 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 the testing, the stretching, if you will, to surrender those cravings back to God so that I can reorient my heart and my soul so that my, 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 my soul can be put back where it's supposed to be. And my heart can begin to worship God the way that it's supposed to worship God. Like that way, you know, the things that I come before God with, like my own prayer requests, like, well, God, this is what I want. Okay. Well, in those requests, mm -hmm. even though I may mean well, how much of them are, um, influenced by my own selfish Selfish. fleshly cravings yeah. and therefore you know i find that for me when i get into those modes of fasting i'm really asking god i'm, I'm really focusing on the idea that just like i have these fleshly cravings i only have my own selfish you know mm -hmm. cravings that need to really be squelched and put to bed and i find myself find finding uh, this this is just me i generally find myself being reoriented and having a different outlook, my mind is clearer. I'm sharper. I, it just I, there are there is genu genuine physical kind of like effects that come from it. But yeah, that's just what I've experienced. I definitely agree with that. And it's kind of like a refinement process. Mm -hmm. Like when gold goes through fire, yep. the impurities come out. And yes. I think in in times of fasting, for me, definitely yes. brings out like were the motives in this desire were they actually of god or were they of me is what kind of what you yeah. were really saying good i definitely agree with that mm -hmm. i feel like that happens when you fast that for me in my yeah. personal experience yeah it's yeah. pretty wild yeah so it's cool something you know something to do in our walk with god so mm -hmm. Usually I try to have a closing thought, but well, I know you were like debating, like, were you going to bring up the Mandalorian season two? I was. Are you guys caught up? <laughs> I am. I haven't watched the first season yet, but it's okay. <laughs> I don't care. All right, we're just going to turn off Tara's mic like, now. <laughs> guys, I've really been planning to watch it. I really have. It's, it's not even long. The first season, it's eight half eight hour episodes. episodes. Yeah, yeah. Eight half hour episodes. Yeah, it's not long. I heard it's great. It is. It's good. I I believe you guys. I really do. I mean, do you? I watched all. Do all you the like other Star, Star Wars, Wars like at all? I watched all of. Do you the enjoy Star Wars. them? Yeah. Okay. Well, then yeah. you watched then you, all then the Star you would Wars. Enjoy them. Star no. Wars Rebels. Star Wars. Uh, uh, no, not not no. It's okay. You don't have she to watch, watch the cinematic. It's okay. It's okay. 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 That's right. You don't have to be like. You don't have to be that level. I'm not like a diehard fan. Simplifying the gospel. I'm not trying to make it more complicated for you to be part. Okay. I want you to be part. Get your toes wet. Yeah. Watch the Mandalorian. Baby Yoda. Do it. I know. That was a thing, and I feel like I miss the train but i guess i can get on it now but if you did watch the clone wars in this previous episode that we just watched no no good. wait 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 before we get to the previous episode let's start with episode one because there was a lot of Yo, like i little, loved that episode. there was some good little i don't know if you want to call it easter eggs or well, homages yeah, what are we talking about right now clone wars they just changed them no 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 mandalorian mandalorian, mandalorian. Well, season two episode one right, right, right but you gonna say spoilers before you start talking oh sorry Spoilers. <laughs> well, I wasn't <laughs> going to say what they were, but I was oh, just going to say okay, okay, there's okay. homages there. Mm. Yes. Absolutely to Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, oh really? Because yes, if you've uh, played yes. Knights of the Old Okay, there oh, are going to be spoilers. Yes, there is. That's, no, that's where that like, comes from. The, and even in the second episode, too. The I just knew that that was part of Star Wars like Legends no, in general. Episode three is not to KOTOR, but it is... 
towards rebels and towards yes. the Clone Wars. Yes. Like yeah, there is so I love the fact that they're tying in all these things. Yeah. And I want to create Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I, I thought, put that in my lightsaber. I was a beast. <laughs> I was a beast with that. Bad the anyway. episode. The episode is just like so good and action packed, and it's so epic. And at the end, like he comes out and everything. I'm just like, dude, like so cool. <laughs> so good. And then all the Easter eggs and homages, like you said. Oh man, you really can't talk about it. On it it's hard. There's people who probably have. Haven't yeah, seen like it. myself, Many of our listeners do major spoilers. Do watch. But yeah. when we do stop recording, we're going to talk about it like there's no tomorrow. Oh, jeez, <laughs> I gotta catch up. Tara's like, I'm going to check out of here. Yes. <laughs> Yo, and if Abby, if you're listening, come on, you got to finish them cinematics. Come on. Yeah. Wrap it uh, up. Yeah. Come Where on, Abby. Leave off. Wrap it she up. The Wrap it up, Abby. I feel like I don't know if she's at the sequels yet. You got to do it before you get married. That's what you got to do. She asked yeah, me true. what she needed to watch, to, watch to get to Baby Yoda. I was like, well, technically you can watch the first six, but watch all the cinematics. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah you right. got to wrap that up. So finish yeah. it up. I think she did finish episode. I think she did Re- Revenge of the Sith. Oof. She oh. cried, she said. Which, that was epic. That's yeah. okay. She that can cry epic. at that yeah, one. Yeah, she can yeah, cry yeah. at that yeah. one. That one she cry. can cry at that moment when he's like, I loved you. You were my brother. Bro. Go ahead and cry. Go ahead and cry. Yeah, it is. Now that the I'm older, one. I get emotional. Bro, I, felt, I yeah. felt my mans when he was like, I hate you. I was like, man, I feel that. Like, he's, it's, he means it. Like, Even before, like, when they're talking it. and, like, you know, Padme and he chokes her and everything. And, like, Obi-Wan's like, look at what you've become. Like, even now, I think the last time I watched it, I was a little like, oh, God. <laughs> Just knowing what's coming. <laughs> oh man! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, it's been fun. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. It's been Pastor Matt, uh, Pastor Jamal, Pastor Todd, Tara, and we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Bye. See ya.